you know, when you're like 14, an 18 year old seems like a real old person. <laughs> you know? That's true. You know, when you're like 13, you're also like, you're also like, um, I can't wait to turn 18 because then I could mm -hmm. have ice cream for dinner, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, whatever like weird outlandish thing that you couldn't do yeah. at all before you were 18. Right. Even though we all know that we were sometimes having ice cream for dinner all along. Right. It, the parents just didn't know it. Right. Because <laughs> it was illegal. We should let people know that in Muscatine, ice cream's not actually legal to purchase mm -hmm. until you're 18. So it just became legal, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. There were a lot of people that would sell to you underage, though, like fiddlesticks mm -hmm. down on the island. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And the Schwan man, like, yep. he didn't check ID, you know? No. Nope. Actually, the ice nope, cream trucks didn't. usually would let you get away with it. But, but yeah, if you went to like Sunmark, there's no way. They'd be like, mm -hmm. ID, please. Trust. I'm Dan and I'm Eric and today we're going to talk about our top 10 of 2023 yeah uh I gotta tell you this was a hard assignment definitely the hardest year yeah. as far as like everything I don't know there was just so much music that came out this year that was of quality mm -hmm. uh that I just it was really hard for me to decide who's going to be on my top 10 and who isn't uh, yeah, I found this to be difficult to do because uh, most of the listening I do of music is for this show. So yeah, that takes up a lot of time. And sometimes it's hard to get caught up on things coming out this year. Like, honestly, this, my list was probably half stuff we talked about and half, half stuff that I uh, found just within the last couple months, like oh, getting wow. ready for this list. So it's kind of weird to say some, something is your favorite, even though I may have only heard it, you know, like a week ago. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, that's the way it is. Because like I said, I don't listen to a ton of stuff outside of what we cover on the show. So, you yeah. know, so that made it kind of difficult. It was like so much has come out this year that I missed. You know, like I got to get caught up, but I yeah, think I did. Yeah. So, and also like another thing about this year, man, is it just seems like it just never stopped, man. There's, you know, like, like you said, uh, there's stuff that is still coming out like to this day. Oh yeah. It seems like, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, what this came out? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's been a really good year for music. That's um, for sure. There's some classics like classic artists that I've been listening to a long time that came out with stuff. And then there's new artists, like a whole bunch of new artists that I came out maybe in the past five years, mm -hmm. or maybe even the past two years that came out with some really great stuff. I'm super excited to uh, share the list. Cause uh, yeah. yeah, it's, there's some really, really great stuff here. All right. So what do you think? You think we should go ahead and get into our, top 10 of 2023 and start the record time for the last time in this year uh-huh uh, uh <laughs> all right that sounds good uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. come on everybody it's record time so the way we're going to do this is um we're each going to recite our top 10 uh starting from number 10 to number one and then we also have some locals or some regional bands we didn't there was just so much good stuff that came out in Iowa or the surrounding Midwest that we, we just had to include everything. Yeah. So this is my top 10. Uh, and I will say a lot of these we talked about, some of them we didn't. The ones that we've already talked about, I'll also say the episode number so you can go back and hear the whole dang thing. 
if you want. Um, otherwise, I'll probably just kind of blow through these. So the first one is quasi uh, breaking the balls of history. This one I thought was really fun, inventive, eccentric, kind of indie rock stuff. Uh, cool instrumentation, songs, and vocals. We talked about this on episode 110. And I would say this reminded me of, or for fans of, Tripping Daisy, Flaming Lips, Devo, Raining Sound, among a lot of other things. When you went up on the wrong track, and we're a million miles apart now, with a, a dead horse before the cart now, and when there's nothing left to say, dear, you gotta zip it up and play, dear. Uh, next one. Uh, next record is uh, by Eve Toomer. Uh, the record is called Praise a Lord Who Chews But Which Does Not Consume or Simply Hot Between Worlds. So that's quite the title. Yeah, this record's really, oh, I, I really enjoyed it a lot. It's something you can put on and it's not maybe as intense as some of the other things on my list here. Uh, that doesn't mean it's like, easy by any means um yeah it's a mixture of soul synth pop indie stuff super creative approaches um to the arrangements production sound um i won't go into this too much because i probably will want to talk about it at a later time um but it comes across as very like conscientious and personal things it reminded me of or whatever uh the first one is going to sound weird but q lazarus did that song for um Silence of the Lambs, uh, Goodbye Horses, kind of has a feel like that. Perfume Genius, uh, Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, uh, were some of the things it brought to mind. The next one on my list is a collaboration between grindcore band Full of Hell and a shoegaze group called Nothing. The album's called When No Birds Sang. Um, there's a full review on the next episode of our show, so uh, you can't go back and check that out, but you can go into the future and check it out. Um, but yeah, grindy uh slow but really pretty a really nice ambient metal grind record uh reminded me of jesu mogwai uh nadja uh stuff like that was Young Fathers, Heavy Heavy. We talked about this on episode 94. It's very soulful indie pop stuff. I, I found it to be uplifting and mellow, but also intense, uh, unwavering in its like uh, approach. Kind of uh, reminded me of TV on the radio, the Eno Burn record in the My Life in the Bush of Ghosts. And sort of some of that Burundi beat stuff that we've talked about. So like Bow Wow Wow and um, Adam and the Ants, stuff like that.
next record on my list is by Hot Graves. The album is called Plague Wielder. Uh, we talked about this on episode 113. Uh, yeah, an intense mixture of everything good and heavy. I It's really fun, fast. Aspects of thrash, black metal, industrial, party metal, symphonic metal, DB crust, <laughs> like uh, all kinds of stuff. New wave of British heavy metal. Things that reminded me of uh, suicidal tendencies, discharge, ministry, slayer, possessed, emperor, uh, glass ox. So the next record uh, is by a little-known group called Conate. Conate hadn't put a record out in a long time and essentially was considered to be done. But then they just came out with this record kind of out of nowhere. Um, yeah, they're kind of a doom super group. Um, just one of my favorite groups probably ever. Beyond excruciating, painful, torturous, just slow screamy doom uh but i think at times it provides like some sort of release and that's kind of the reward for the listener is like you go through this straight up torture and then the, it kind of lets out um but this album's no different than any other conate record the songs are a little longer um they kind of relish in the quiet moments a little bit more i think uh, and I just realized that the singer Alan Dubin sounds just like Bon Scott, which was a funny thing to realize, and it made me love it even more. This is where I would usually compare it to Conate, but since it is Conate, I can't. So maybe like The Body or I Hate God, St. Vitus, um, stuff like that. trying to get through these without talking too much um so the next one is by an artist called smoky dog the uh o is an x so ms s-m-x-k-y-d-o-g the record's called kill all witness i don't know a single thing about smoky dog as a person and performer or whatever um so this music is part of like the drift funk trend um basically i i'll make it as fast as i can russian teens who are into drifting their cars like tokyo drift are way into memphis hip-hop especially the shitty lo-fi tapes from memphis 90s memphis hip-hop and so it's kind of a trend and people are kind of recreating that sound so this is like 90s Memphis hip hop, but almost unlistenable because of how degraded the sound quality is. So it honestly sounds like a cassette being eaten by a cassette player most of the time. It's noisy, unrelenting. It's beyond challenging, but for me, it's like one of the best things I've heard in a while uh, because, yeah, everyone who listens to this show knows that I love um, chopped and screwed uh, hip hop, probably more than anything um, hip hop related. And so this plays right into it. And I, I really like this. Um, things that reminded me of, I don't know, three, six mafia DJ screw 
OG Ron C, Fat Pat, um, Ice. Uh, but yeah, all of that stuff is presented in a way that it just happened to be shitty and lo-fi, and this is sort of on purpose, but I still don't think it's necessarily ironic. Anyway, that was a long review. My next pick is by Horror, uh, who spell their name HO9909. Um, the record's called Presents Territory colon Turf Talk Volume 2. Um, so Horror is like a punk rap trap metal duo. Um, and for the longest time, I would say it was straight up horrorcore and fell into a lot of the trappings of horrorcore. And I still listen to it because I liked it. But this record, and they've been on this trajectory for a while, gets a lot more experimental. There's elements of industrial vaporwave. It's intense and energetic, wild, getting real weird. And in that weirdness, getting really unnerving. The tracks Get Back and Stunt Double will seriously probably kill you. Things that it sort of reminded me of, I don't know, Death Grips, Saul Williams, Fuck Money, um, stuff along those lines. Okay, just a couple more, guys. Uh, my next pick, uh, this is the second to last, number two, is Mod the Moth. The record is called Bordando El Manto Terrestre. Mod the Moth is a project from Amaya Lopez Caramiro. She's a Spanish-born, Scotland-based pianist, songwriter. Uh, this record I found was really cinematic, haunting, uh, Classically inspired synth wave, huge organs, synths, classical guitar, piano, operatic vocals, uh, spoken monologues. It just really did it for me on every level. Uh, I loved it. It reminded me a bit of Godspeed You Black Emperor, uh, Black Moth Super Rainbow, Julie Cruz. And it had the same kind of feel of the air Virgin Suicide's soundtrack, which is one of my favorite things probably ever recorded. And I, I loved this record, Mod to the Moth. picked MS Paint uh, post-American. From the opening second to the end of this recording, I just, I was in love with it. I, I just love the way it made me feel. I love the approach. It's super spazzy, vapor-wavish, angular, synth punk, but still very much punk. Like, I don't know how to describe that. Um, it mixes so many elements seamlessly. It's just energetic, confident. The performances are so great. It's hard to tell where one begins and one ends. Like, are the drums real or is that part programmed? Is that a synth or a guitar? Like, it doesn't matter. And the vocals are just shouted in a really energetic, fun way. 
my favorite part of it is it, it allows itself to like soar a little bit, open up and uh, just go into these really pretty moments for, you know, maybe just a few seconds at a time, but it adds a lot to it. Uh, things that reminded me of uh, Fugazi, the fashion pimps and Big Black a little bit. I don't know. Lots of different things. So that is my top 10 records. Um, as far as locals, I did something a little different. I went with um, like superlatives. And so I'll just read through them. Uh, the most fun local record, I think, was uh, Death Kill Overdrive Juicing. Like it's just from beginning to end, fun. debut i had jack christensen it looks different at night i i just thought this was a bold uh first record and i thought it was really well made Most intense uh, closet witch with uh, Cairo Scuro. I have a hard time saying that one, but I mean, this is a short record. It almost feels like one track and it never lets up and it's just so intense. wildest recording our local record uh greg wheeler and Polly mall cops manic fever i just love this it's nothing but pure energy and it just seems like it's about to go off the rails the whole time but never really does The toughest local recording I had is Thought Wrong, the Thought Wrong EP. I just love this. This is right up my alley. This is this is hardcore to me where it doesn't feels kind of tough, but it's not about beat downs and crowd killing. Uh, as far as I can tell, it just has an energy to it that's like, I don't know, emboldens you as a listener a little bit. Thank you. 
my last one, uh, this one I just had is most blowing up your fucking speakers. Uh, True Commando. I lurk in the camo. I loved this recording. Um, it's just intense, noisy jungle. And uh, you should check it out. That's my list. You know, what's interesting is that I actually don't think we have any of the same picks. Wow. At all. At yeah. all? Which is, uh, now in the locals, we do. Oh, okay. um, Only one. <laughs> wow. That, that's so, awesome. Um, it is. Okay. So now my list, actually, it's mostly, I, I got to say, I think it's about 60% stuff that we reviewed hmm. and then 40% we didn't review. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at number 10 um, is public image limited end of world. Now I never actually listened to public image limited until you picked flowers of romance, which we reviewed like mm -hmm. a way a, a while back. And I just really like this album this is actually um i went back and i actually listened to the first couple of uh public image limited records after flowers of romance because i was just so surprised at how wild the flowers of romance was mm -hmm. um and then i decided to give this one a listen because i had read that it is a a really good release and it is it's it's just um it's actually a pretty fun record um you know it reminds me of sort of that new wave kind of thing that they were doing um maybe like on some of the later records after flowers of romance um lots of drum machines and you know um yeah it's 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 good stuff um as far as the stuff it reminds me of honestly um i can say without a doubt at least based on this record that i'm sure sleaford mods were pretty influenced by uh public image limited so i mean this record actually reminded me a lot of sleaford bots um so that's my number 10 pick Number nine uh, is uh, Mud Honey Plastic Eternity. Um, I haven't listened to a Mud Honey record since probably Every Good Boy Deserves Fudge. Um, so this is the first Mud Honey record that I listened to since then. And it's because I came across the review of it that made it sound really interesting. And um, I was surprised to discover that they have been incorporating synths into their music over the years. I'm not sure if that's kind of a new development or if that's been happening, you know, for a little while now, but yeah, really fun, grungy garage rock. I think Mark Arm's voice is still as awesome as ever. The guitar riffs awesome as ever. And this was a really, really great fun release. So yeah, I think if you're into, um, you know, the Stooges and just like all of the other, mud honey records you know a lot of the stuff i don't know screaming trees a little bit green river uh, even like the heavier like more garagey side of like pearl jam this will be uh, right up your alley
number eight is Snooper, Super Snooper. Um, this we reviewed um, a while back, and this was just one of my favorite um, releases of the year. It um, just really bratty, snotty kind of um, garage rock uh, that's produced in a very lo-fi fashion, which is what totally adds character to it. The stuff that it reminded me of, uh, Cherry Cheeks, it reminded me even a little bit of like something like Six Finger Satellite, Fashion Pips in the Glamazons, a little bit of The Liars is kind of in there as well, uh, Why Bother, and a little bit of Jay Reotard and Ty Siegel. Yeah, really, really good stuff if you're into that sort of sound. And up next is uh, Geese 3D Country. Uh, this record just checked so many boxes for me. It starts off pretty chaotic, sounding almost like somewhere between like a um, the Butthole Surfers and I don't know, maybe like the Meat Puppets or something. Because there's almost like this country twang to that opening track, but then it really delves into something really different for the rest of the the rest of the record. There's sort of like this soul kind of vibe going on. There's some, uh, I don't know, glam uh, touches there, you know, overall indie rock. The stuff that this reminded me of was like the strokes. At times it reminded me of meat puppets or butthole surfers. Yeah. Just kind of like New York kind of uh, glam music, like maybe even like a little bit of television or something like that at times. And then the next one that I have is Atmosphere. Uh, so many realities exist simultaneously. Uh, so Atmosphere actually released two, two records. Um, he released a Talk Talk EP just recently. Um, I haven't gotten around to listening to that yet, but this record, in my opinion, is so good. It may even be one of the best Atmosphere releases in quite a while. So Atmosphere, of course, uh, consists of MC Slug and producer Ant. They're from Minneapolis. They're one of my favorite hip-hop groups, which uh, to anyone who listens knows that because I mention them quite often. Um, and yeah, it's just really, really good beats. And the lyrics, I think, are um, some of the, the most fun uh, that I've heard come out of Slug in quite a while, uh, while also being, you know, that sort of... Um, emotional kind of uh rap that he does and slug is always i mean he's always been one of my favorite mcs as far as um uh the stuff that you know i i think if you like pretty much any artist on rhyme sayers you're gonna love atmosphere but also like sage francis and uh yeah just really good hip-hop done well as always i wouldn't expect anything less from atmosphere you don't even know what you're looking at I gave everything, then I took it back I'm a dinosaur behind a crooked mask I feel like a brand new book of matches Shark feet with a bottle of chartreuse Off the bar stool, caught the carpool Heartbeat, hit the gas and broke loose Moon boots, bubble goose, and a harpoon No way, is everybody okay? Wellness checked in, give me my bouquet Took the car to a train Took a train to the plane, I don't wanna play games I'll meet you at the Jubilee It used to be peace, love, and unity 
But I scroll through the news to see the next shooting spree What you doing to me? Stop, change the program, right? Change the program, right? Don't hold your breath up next is the Reverend Kristen Michael Hater saved. I just really appreciated this take on Lingua Ignata's musical persona. I love the recording of it. I love the um, the way that it just sounds like it was recorded on a cassette tape player, which I think it actually was. Um, I like the satirical element of it. I like the fact that you know she actually researched the subject matter. It's just really, really continues on that sort of like disturbing but revealing sort of musical persona that she's got. I just, I really, really enjoyed uh, that this release. As far as the stuff to compare it to, I mean, in all honesty, um, she has such her own musical world that, um, I mean, if if you listen back to the review we did of it, I struggled to really compare it or even describe it uh then but basically i think if you're a fan of lingua ignata um i think uh you'll enjoy this and uh the direction that they uh went with it would you be free from the burden of sin there is power in the blood power in the blood would you or evil a victory win there is wonderful power in the blood there is power, power, power wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide. There is wonderful power in the blood. There is power. Okay, so up next, Aesop Rock, Integrated Tech Solutions. There really isn't anything new here that Aesop Rock is doing. It's pretty much a continuation of his sort of electronic synth-heavy sound that he's pretty much been doing ever since he um, signed to Rhymesayers uh, with uh, Skeleton back in, I think that was, what, 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. But um it is just so good and just so um, clever and the rhyme schemes are, you know, always on point. Um, I also think that um, over the years, Aesop Rock has found a way to make his wordplay. I don't want to say a little less intricate, but at least a little more soothing to the ear, I guess you could say. And that's not to say that old, releases like bazooka tooth and labor days were not pleasant to listen to but it's just that he's really found a way to kind of slow down his delivery but still make it sound intricate it's just a really really well done uh once again a well done hip-hop record from aesop rock if you're a fan of bus driver heck i would even say like production wise uh something like death grips um, because of the heavy synth sort of element or electronic vibe of it. Danny Brown a little bit, maybe, as well, because uh, he's been getting uh, pretty experimental in some of his uh, recent stuff as well. I like drawing pigeons. People tend to feed them off of me the way it's rare to see them individually considered. There's always like a million eating cigarettes and ketchup. I take a lot of pictures. I've been cropping out the extras. I've been studying the independent measurements and metrics. The postures and the body types, the patterns on the feathers Like some ritualistic cats who dating back to their ancestors While the bibinette come dipped in precious amethyst and emeralds It's a pity about the stigma side of cooties overshadow any beauty that enriches A white dove symbolizes peace and pacifism A white dove is Okay, so I think we're now down to the top three um, So next up, Pagan Athletes, Landlocked I just love this It's, um kind of like an arty version of noise rock or hardcore um, really put me in mind of some of the stuff that was kind of coming out in the, uh, you know, art rock scene of like the early two thousands, whether it was like Arab on radar, a little bit of like men's recovery project, a little bit of like um, lightning bolt and stuff like that. But they really um, take all these elements and make it their own and present it in a, I think almost more of a refined way that uh, 
is um, really, really listenable and really fun to listen to. The musicianship is just extraordinary. And uh, I really, really enjoyed this release, Pagan Athletes Land Rock. So a couple more here. Squid, oh, Monolith uh, would be my number two pick. I just thought this was such an interesting record. The production on it was fantastic. It went a lot of different places that I did not expect it to go. It's got everything on it, it seems like, in terms of genre. I mean, there's like a little bit of like a funky soul element at times there's a little bit of um dark kind of new wave stuff on it even like elements of like kraut rock that we talked about and just so you know we are going to actually give a full review of the squid record on the next episode this is a really really great release Okay, so my album of the year is Water From Your Eyes, Everyone, Everyone's Crushed. I just really appreciate the uh, collage element of this. They utilize a lot of interesting sounds and interesting noises, but also like it's not so experimental that it's, um, you know, it's not listenable. In fact, it's highly listenable because they kind of uh, utilize all that kind of put it through the filter of a, of a really good pop band. Yeah, this is hands down the record that blew me away in 2023 uh, that I, I'm still listening to, I mean, to this day. As far as the stuff it reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of Beck, uh, Stereo Lab, Bumblebees 81, a little bit of Sonic Youth. So yeah, uh, now we did we did review this record as well. I think maybe early on in the year. Yeah. Uh, that's my number one pick. Water from your eyes. Everyone's crushed. There are no happy endings. There are only Now, as far as the local releases, um, so I picked five uh, that I thought were fantastic. Literally everything that we reviewed this year from Iowa was just absolutely fantastic. But mm -hmm. these are the, the top five that really stood out to me. Um, number five, uh, Why Bother came out with uh, like three records. <laughs> and one of them is called Calling All Goons. And um, yeah, just fantastic. Um, Synthy garage rock, um, you know, they're not doing anything too different, but they're doing it well. Uh, absolutely fantastic. In my hometown, there's a two-headed boy. One head is Tim, the other head is Roy. They like to bowl and play Nintendo games. They don't get teased or get called nasty names. The kids, they hang out have fun. Soccer in the sun. Long live a little 
Uh, next up is Closet Witch, Kiro Skuro. And yeah, just like Eric said, it feels like one track that's over almost instantly, but it never lets up. Like I said before in the review, the um, the aesthetic that they're using really gives me like old school Dark, dark Throne vibes. But other than that, uh, they're just one of the most intense bands ever. And they're just, they're great people, period. Number three, New Standards Men Against Our Vanishings. This record blew me away. Um, I really just love their take on instrumental music. Um, and I think that it comes from a place that is really sincere. And I think that they really have a vision. And um, yeah, this it, it was just uh, one of my favorite records of the year. Number two is Basketball Divorce Court Rebound. Uh, this record also blew my mind because of the just pure raw emotion that was put in it. I mean, at times, just the, the vocals were just almost scathing and the music was just super intense and keeps you on the edge of your seat. And everything that was being said, I think was being said from a very, very real place. And I just can't appreciate that enough. And then my number one pick, a local act, is uh, SLWCC Watt, Purple Pie Plow. I just really love this record. Um, it's probably my favorite that I've heard from Samuel Locke Ward and probably Mike Watt, to be honest, too, because I've never really heard Mike Watt's solo stuff. Um, but I am, a, I am a fan of the Minutemen, but I just think that they really – hit it out of the park with this uh this release mm -hmm. and um songs are great you know the uh in between segments that mike watt is doing his spoken word stuff is fantastic and works really well and contributes to a flow of the record um and yeah i just think it's really really well done Okay, so in uh, in addition to my picks, I also have a few honorable mentions. A lot of these uh, could have easily been on my top 10. Um, all right, so Cool Keith, who is actually my favorite MC, uh, he put out four albums this year, Eric. That's a lot. 
I mean, I can't even get through four albums of Cool Keith throughout mm-hmm. the year. I love Cool Keith, but four albums in a year. But there is one that I listen to, and I think it's fantastic. It's called Serpent. Um, <laughs> the Armed Perfect Saviors. Mm-hmm. Um, not as good as Ultra Pop, but it's damn good. Um, then there's this band called Blues Lawyer, who I discovered. Mm-hmm. And the record is all in good time. Really great, like jangly sort of indie pop type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Brown did a collaboration with JPEG Mafia called Scaring the Hose. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I bet you would like that. If you haven't listened to yeah. it, I bet you would like that, Eric. Yeah. Um, I love it. And then it. Earl Sweatshirt, The Alchemist, uh, Wire Dyer. Um, now, I love what, what's even more, not to say that this record isn't interesting, but the story behind it's even more interesting. So two years ago or so, they actually released it on YouTube as a hidden record under a different mm-hmm. name. And the alchemist tweeted out, there is a hidden record that I did with Earl sweatshirt. Let's see if you can find it. Nobody ever found it. Hmm. So this is the hidden record. They decided okay. to actually come out and release it. So cool. that's interesting. Uh, King tough, small hmm. town stardust. Um, just really great indie rock kind of reminds me of like built to spill a little bit or Bonnie Prince, Billy type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Open Mike Eagle, another triumph of ghetto engineering, fantastic hip hop, underground sound, my type of stuff. Muel Bo Red, fantastic instrumental type stuff. PJ Harvey, I Inside the Old Year Dying, a really good release from her. I think that's kind of the first record she's released in quite a few years. Um, quasi breaking the balls of history. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, shame food for worms. Uh, fantastic. Like sort of Brit punk, I guess you could say, if you like the clash, it's a good one. Queens of the stone age in times new Roman. Um, really fantastic rock and roll from QOTSA. Uh, Sleaford mods, UK grim. It's Sleaford mods, man you know what they do and they've never stopped doing it and it's fantastic (laughs) or maybe you don't know what they do but if you do know what they do then you know what to expect and it's fantastic stuff sparks the girl is crying in her latte um yeah just really great songwriting and um i just really enjoyed it and then sweeping promises good living is coming for you who we reviewed their first record i Mm -hmm. think last year yeah, really good stuff. Just new wave kind of stuff. Uh, production on this one was a little bit more lo-fi and rough, which I really mm-hmm. liked. Um, so yeah, there's my honorable mentions list, Eric. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't have quite as many uh, honorable mentions, but I did. Sorry have... about that. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't didn't mean to imply that was a bad thing. But yeah, uh, and all all of these probably could have made it on to my list as well, but. Um, some of them I didn't get to spend as much time with because I either just discovered it or it kind of just came out, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd start with um, One O Tricks Point Never, uh, the album again. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's like somewhere in between brain dance, classical, glitchy soul pop. I don't know, it's phenomenal. Um, let's see. There's an album called This Ain't Art by Narface, who is um, Bill Gnarly from Kate Moss mm-hmm. and Nate No Face. So that's where you gotcha. get the Narface. So- Very cool, industrial, uh, almost a old school industrial approach to that one. Um, but yeah, I loved that. Um, the new haploid villains a miss i mean this just came out and i feel like i i haven't been able to spend any time with it but what i've heard is phenomenal and i love it the orbiting human circus the album's called quartet plus two this is julian the saw player from uh neutral milk hotel his band so it very much has a feel like that um but yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into there. 
Optic Sync. The album's called Glass Blocks. This is like um, synth wavy uh, stuff. I would say kind of reminded me of um, uh, Young Marvel Giants and how sparse the production is, but really cool record. And this is kind of a weird one. There's a movie called May, December, and I really enjoyed the score for that. So those are my honorable mention. Cool. And yes, I got to mention the haploid record as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Man, that is so good. It is. Um, And then I could could go on forever, but I'm going to also list another one that I feel like I should mention. Uh, That is a local. um, I think these guys are... I think they're from Iowa City. I don't remember, or maybe it's Dubuque, but Moscow Puzzles. Yeah, uh, cicadas sure. are sensitive to parallel lines. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, great stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, 2023, so and there's still like, there's still like so much stuff out there that I haven't mentioned, yeah. and uh, but you know, that's the way it is. There's too much stuff, and that's there's too definitely much not a bad stuff. thing. Yeah, well, yeah, too and much stuff. Or actually, I guess a better way to say it is there's just a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and chances are we'll talk about some of this stuff in upcoming episodes. You know, because definitely, I would like definitely. to go into more detail about some of the some of my picks, and I'd love to hear more about some of Dan's picks. So, yeah, wow, that's 100%. it, guys. We made um, it. 2023 we're done forever <laughs> one for the books until next year one for the books it's another yeah made it through the year yeah another yeah. horrifying year <laughs> i wonder what everybody's uh gonna do for new year's eve yeah i don't know what are your plans i think i'm gonna stay home yeah me that, too probably. that's probably what i'm gonna do i don't know yeah. i mean i don't i don't really go out anymore on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. I yeah. used to. I used to go out all the time. Yeah. One time I went to a house. Yeah. I went Whoa. to someone's house one time. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it was it was a I I felt like a rebel because it was like the first time I could do it like on my own. Mm. It, it felt pretty extraordinary like I had power or something. Yeah. Your first time going to a house on your own? Were you my little? first time going to a house on my own? No, 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 no. Like, oh. like I'm talking about like uh, being 16 and driving in the car. Oh, the okay. I see. On like yeah. New Year's Eve, I felt like I was on top of the world, Eric. Nice. Like, yeah, you know, you know how you are when you're 16. Like, you're 16, and the first time you do anything is like a big deal. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Some of it's yeah. Not that's pleasant, what I've heard. But, I don't remember anything about being 16. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember sixteen. No, I. The way my brain works is, there is no past. It's just kind of like now, (laughs) and a blank period before that. You know, like every moment of my life is the big bang, and whatever happened before that. Well, we just don't know. (laughs) I can't help but always think back to like, oh, this is how it was in the 90s sometimes, Mm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or this is how it was in the 2000s. Like, I'm interested in that sort of like, I don't want to say nostalgia culture, but, you Mm -hmm. know, I kind of am sometimes. Now, I I just like to compare. Like, it's interesting how we went from literally no phones, except for, you know, home phones, landlines, to... The flip phones. I say you'll flip you. Flip you for real. Which became a thing in what, the mid-2000s? That's about the time that I started noticing that everybody kind of had a cell phone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, to now we basically have a computer in our hands, you know? Mm-hmm. It's interesting Pretty much. how quickly. And I can't help but think that the turtles, I like turtles. are responsible for that because they used to have the turtle communicators. Hmm. You know, yeah. the turtle comms where they turtle would comms. that's seriously what they called it in the cartoon, turtle comms. <laughs> nice. Answer the turtle com. It's probably April. And she's probably in trouble. <laughs> she's being held up by some punks at the New York subway. Oh man. Classic. <laughs> we gotta get them. 
I just like the idea of like somebody saying we got to get them and then like punching their hand. Oh yeah. Know? I like that. Ugh. You know, that sort of thing. We got to get them. <laughs> Let's get them. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's our, uh, New Year's resolution as a show. <laughs> we're gonna let's get them. <laughs> gotta get them, and we're punching our hands the whole time. <laughs> this episode's gonna get them. That would actually work as an industrial song. <laughs> let's get them. <laughs> let's get them. I wonder what Al Jorgensen does on New Year's Eve. Uh, shoot. I don't even want to think about it, really. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I bet it's either intense or not. <laughs> it's, but no it's in one between. Of the two. Yeah. It's either sleeping it off or getting ready to sleep it off. <laughs> yeah. You know, Al, if you're listening, uh, let us know. You know, you can send us a message. Yeah. Al, on, let us know what the, you did on New Year's Eve. On the. <laughs> What's Al doing? Yeah, what's Al doing? <laughs> you think anybody ever said, "Oh, Al Jorgensen," like he, like he had a girlfriend, like you know, Al Jorgensen, you know? like in a dreamy oh, way? Al, Al. No, 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 no. I mean, like if he screws up. Oh, oh Al! I'm sure all of his friends and cohorts <laughs> and family members say that all the time. Uh, oh, Jorgensen! Oh, Al! <laughs> Oh, another Al. face tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does he have face tattoos now? I assume so. We uh, uh, we learned so much today. I mean, it's uh, almost learned... incomprehensible. Incomprehensible. Yeah, <laughs> incomprehensible. Uh, yeah, definitely. We talked about so much music. I mean, we yeah, probably talked lot. about fifty records today. <laughs> Yeah, probably close so to it get anyway. to work, listeners. Yep. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, we work this hard, so you also have to. to say. <laughs> so you also have yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like, if I have to do it, so yeah. do you. <laughs> yeah. I have to get up and go to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is sit there and listen to the teacher. We should uh, we should do a poll and be like, should we start sounding like a couple of hard ass dads? Hard dads, to our listeners. <laughs> hard dads, the hard dads uh, podcast. <laughs> my, I, I my persona has been a hard daddy the entire time we've done this show. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening in 2023. <laughs> yeah. And um, in all seriousness, though. Um, this podcast, uh, I do have to say, um, it wouldn't be possible without the listeners for sure. This is, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, um, every single time that we see that people are actually listening and support it. I mean, it definitely gives us the drive to keep doing episodes, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, it's amazing that we've gotten this far, Eric. Yeah. I mean, this is episode you know, 121. 121. And it's, um, the last episode of 2023 yeah and i mean we've been doing this since 2021 now right or is oh, it even yeah i thought it, i thought it was um 1980 <laughs> that's what it feels like <laughs> um, but uh anyway uh yeah no it's been a it's been a it's been a really great ride and so here's to another year eric yeah 2024 We'll see <laughs> um, more records and we'll see. That's exactly what we'll do. We'll see. That's, that's our motto. Accelerative yeah. thrust. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, as usual, if you think that we should be talking about someone or, or a band or anything, or if you have any questions, hit us up on the old Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty easy to find. You just type accelerative thrust into the, search engine and then while you're Mm -hmm. at it follow us yeah that way you don't have to do that anymore yeah and if you do get a hold of us we'll respond nearly instant instantly because well we're pretty thirsty and (laughs) that's just the way it is we'll be like oh my god a listener and we're dehydrated yeah we'll shower you with uh, (laughs) attention (laughs) kindness and kindness yeah probably not gifts 
We'll, we'll kill you with kindness. That's oh, what shit. we'll do. There's a straight up threat, y'all. <laughs> it's a Deal minor threat. <laughs> happy New Year! Yeah, Happy yeah. New Year, everybody. We'll see you. Yeah. See you in 2024. 2024. Okay. Uh, hope everyone has a good New Year. Bye. Bye. Actually, everyone will hear this after the New Year, so whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah.